Jesus says many are called. It's not the calling because the call going to go out to the whole world. It's not the call that's the important thing. It's the chosen that's the important part. Because the chosen are going to hear. The chosen are going to come. The chosen are going to believe. The chosen are going to walk. The chosen are going to talk. The chosen going to obey. The chosen going to come to the house. Are you chosen this morning? Take your Bibles and turn with me to John chapter 15. And while you're turning, just be cognizant of all the different things that we have going on in church. Um, all the different ministries that you could be a part of and, and serve in. Amen. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about service. It's not just about coming here, but it's actually coming here and putting to practice what we learn. Amen. Amen. And so we got a lot of ministries that you can plug into right now. Uh, there's some new ministries coming out. Uh, there's the darkest ministry coming out. Come on, give God some praise for that. Amen. Uh, uh, we've picked a leader for it, and, and it's going to be about visiting the sick, amen, and, 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 and providing clothing, amen, and, and all the things that Darkus did in the book of Acts. And so we're going to be looking forward to that. I'm not going to release the leader's names just yet. Uh, we also have an evangelism ministry that's coming, amen, hallelujah, to, uh, to bring the gospel out into the streets, amen. And we've been talking to um, um, a leader about that particular ministry. I'm just waiting on him to give me a response, even though I know what the response is by the, by the grace of God. And so uh, we're going to get this word out. Um, last night, as a matter of fact, one of, the, uh, one of the politicians in the area, amen, a senator, came up to me and say, he told me, he said, he say, why don't y'all go ahead and do that thing y'all did? Uh, 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 at uh, what was the stadium called? At Clark Field. He said, he said, why don't y'all do that again for Lafayette? That's what he told me. He whispered in my ear. He said, he said, let's give away some more cars and let's do, you know. He said, man, he said, I was there every night that y'all was out there. Amen. And so we're going to start an evangelism side of ministry that's going to be focused on doing things like that. How many people want that to happen? Amen. Glory to God. And so Hallelujah. So, so be thinking about that. Amen. Because while I'm out off doing things, all right, all right, it's time for y'all to step up and start doing some things. All right. All right. When I leave, I create a vacuum, but the vacuum is not to be watched. It's supposed to be filled. All right. All right. Who's going to fill some of the spaces that I leave available while I go to these places? Who will go for us? You know, who will go for us? All right. And so be cognizant of that as well. So we got evangelism coming. We got the darkest ministry coming. We also have a prayer and deliverance ministry that's right on the cusp. Amen. Anybody hear me up in here? Because sometimes you need a touch from God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're not only worshiping in truth, we worship him in, in what? In spirit and in truth. Amen. And so we want that perfect balance. And so I'm, I'm talking with the leaders of that ministry as well. I'm not releasing none. They never got back to me yet, but I'm, I'm praying that uh, the answer is a certain answer that we need. Amen. Now I'm putting pressure, huh? I'm putting pressure. Amen. And so y'all listen, we're going we gonna to get it going. They've also been talking to me about getting Thursday prayer back up and running so we can come in the evenings and pray. And that's on the cusp as well. And so, uh, hallelujah. Man, I had a lot of announcements for somebody who didn't have announcements. Huh? All right. So let's look at John 15. 
um, and we'll get cranked up. First Lady, you have anything else? All right, ministers, deacons, anything that I forgot? All right, all right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We'll start reading at about verse 14 and go on down to, I think, about 21. The Bible says, ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I called you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you that you love one another. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Let's have a word of prayer. <laughs> Woo! God, we thank you that your word is rich, God. That just reading it sets our hearts on fire. Now, King, we pray that you would open up the heavens above us and come down and visit us. We invoke your presence in this space. And we pray that you would fill this place up like a fog, like a smoke, God, like a, like a well of water just raising up to our ankles, our knees, to our waist, God. Fill this place with your presence, God. We pray that we would say, truly, God is in this place. And we knew it not. We pray that you would come on in here, but not just be in here for decoration. Do work in here, God. Work on our hearts, work on our souls, work on our minds, work on our past, our present, and our future in this one moment, God. And we pray that you would make us better people in this place, better fathers and mothers, better sisters and brothers, better aunts and uncles, God, better employees and employers, God, better leaders, O King. Have your way in this place. If anything offends you in us, take it out. If we have any deficiency, add whatever we need in the spirit. But whatever you do, don't leave us the way you found us this morning. But work on us that we might be a little bit better when we leave the sacred halls of this sanctuary. And so we pray that you would loose your anointing in and bind the enemy out. You would save souls and edify your saints, your people. And we ask all these things in the one name, the name that you've given us to ask. And whatsoever we ask in that name, it will be done. We count it done and we ask it now 
In Yeshua Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen, amen, amen. Come on, give him praise in this place. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers, great job. Worship was awesome. Appreciate y'all. Minister Brian, awesome job. Amen. And everybody else that's serving this morning, appreciate y'all. Saints of God, we've been talking the last time I was up here, and I know that I've been off for like a Sunday or something. It feels like I've been off for a month, y'all. And uh, just saying I miss y'all. And so if I'm a little rusty, y'all just, hallelujah. If I'm a little rusty, y'all just forgive me. I got to get back in the swing of things. Amen. But uh, I'll be preaching here um, uh, and then Dallas Monday and, and Atlanta Wednesday. So I'm going to get some practice over the week. Amen. And so glory to God. We've been talking about being a friend of God. And uh, uh, it is said of the Eastern Kings that there was a, a special cadre of men that were called friends of the kings. And uh, if you remember, they had access to the king at all times. And the king would share his heart with them. And they would share their dreams and their hopes with the king. And in the eastern religions and the eastern parts of the world, the eastern kings would even open up their homes and they would eat breakfast with the king. Some of them would even be in the bedroom, bedroom of the king while he was getting dressed. That's how intimate these friends of the king were. They were the closest, closest friends of the most powerful rulers in those ages, in those times. John Calvin says that the king would open his mind fully to them and they to him. And that's a big privilege, y'all, to be a friend of somebody so powerful. In our day, amen, we wish and long to be friends of powerful people, presidents and congressmen and senators and, and governors and, and even city councilmen and judges. It's, a, it's an awesome thing to be a friend of somebody with, with, with power, prestige, and position. How much more so to be a friend of God this morning? Anybody hear me up in here? All right? Who has a position forever. And he's not just a king. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is unimpeachable. Amen? And his tenure never runs out. All right? He sits on the throne forever and has total sovereignty, total dominion. All glory belongs to him. Anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah. Heaven and earth obey him. And so here we have Jesus, our Savior, Yahshua, the second person of the Godhead, saying, you are my friends. What a great place to be to be a friend of God. And we see in our scriptures, our Bible, our book of antiquity, that, that few men uh, arose to that position. We see that Father Abraham was considered a friend of God. Not only Abraham, Moses, the Bible says, talked to God almost face to face as a man talks to his friend. Not only Abraham and Moses, but Enoch, the Bible says, walked with God. And not only those, but there are others that we have not mentioned, like David, Minister Sam mentioned on last Sunday, and Elijah, we'll talk a little bit about this morning. There's so many others, huh, who are friends of God. And so we ask the question, are you a friend of God? All right. And so we went through a litany of different things to prove or disprove to ourselves whether we are in that group, whether we have that status of being called a friend of God. 
And so we went through, and I'll try to get Soundboot to put up the points for you just to remind you, amen, because being a friend of God means that you're saved, huh? You're blood-bought. You, you put your faith in Yahshua HaMashiach as your only Savior, amen? You're not trusting in yourself and your works to get you into glory, you saying like the old church folk of old times, nothing in my hands I bring, simply to the cross I cling. I have no other confidence. I have no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Come on, give him some praise up in here. Because we saved by grace through faith and that's alone. It's not of our works. It's not of the things that we do. It's about what God did on the cross of Calvary. And to be saved, amen, you got to be saved and you got to trust in him fully. Not in mama, not in daddy, not in pastor, not in first lady, not in any of the deacons, not in your denomination, but in the cross of Calvary's hill. Somebody got to shout for God with a voice of triumph. All right? That's what saves us. That's the gospel. All right? Not only that, to be a friend of God, you not only have to be saved, you have to begin to do your best to obey him. You got to strive for righteousness. And while nobody's going to be perfect, we're going to have our ups and downs. You understand what I'm saying? But it's a difference between striving and trying and not trying at all. And so the friend of God is trying to do better. The friend of God is striving towards the mark of the high calling of Yahshua, Jesus Christ, like Paul says. And so that's what friends do. Huh? We might fall down, but guess what? We get back up again. Anybody hear me up in here? Yesterday might be rough, but it don't, find, it don't define my tomorrow. Anybody hear me up in here? We pressing, we pressing. And so to be a friend of God, you strive for disobedience. To be a friend of God means you talk about him because friends talk about one another. What friend that don't talk about his other friend? And so here we are, we go about our day and we don't talk about God to our spouses, our children. They don't know how deep our relationship is. And I know we live in a time where, hallelujah, you keep your faith to yourself. That's not biblical, all right? The Bible says, I believe, therefore I have spoken. Anybody hear me up in here? Now, I don't mean you go about as a mortal mouth and you always just talk about God. No, that's fabricated. That's fake. But when it comes up in your life, when they want to know why you have the smile on your face, why you have the joy that you have, why you're so blessed, then you can give them the reason. Don't fabricate. Now, don't be artificial. Don't force it. It's got to be a word in due season. How sweet it is. Anybody hear me up in here? So it's a proper balance, amen. It's a balance of great wisdom, amen. And so you save, you're a friend of God. You obey him, you're a friend of God. You talk about him, hallelujah, in the right times. You spend time with him. And that's that personal time of reading and devotion, meditating upon his word, being alone with him. As Yahshua said, we close the, the closet and, and we get with him. Not only spending time with him in the word, but in prayer, Coming to his house like you guys are here this morning. That's spending time with him. Because what friend you have, you don't go to his house. Huh? If you have a friend, you visit them. And I'm so happy y'all decided to visit y'all friend this morning. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah! Being a friend of God means that you're not a friend of the world. Being a friend of God means that he reveals things to you. Because he never does anything in the earth without letting his prophets know. 
And so there's a revealing with God and his friends. There is a, a sharing of secrets. Remember, the secret things belong to God. And so as we do an inventory of our lives, these are some of the things that we got to check off and ask ourselves. Are these, the, are these things evident huh, in my relationship with God? Am I a friend of God? And so this morning, we're going to continue, y'all. And depending on time is how we're going to do this. I know y'all got to get out for y'all Saints game. Amen. We're going to try to work it out and see how many points we can cover. And Monday night, oh, we could stay as long as we want. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But we're going we gonna to get y'all bad. Y'all bad. Y'all want that word. Y'all want that word. Hallelujah. I give God glory for y'all. Hallelujah. But we'll, we'll go and tell the Holy Ghost, tell us to stop, amen, and get y'all out of here at a reasonable time. But I, I'm not going to go too long. But we'll continue, y'all, on point number seven as far as what it means to be a friend of God. Being a friend of God means that you are chosen. That you are chosen. And we get this from our text, straight out of the text. And can we read it just looking at John 15 and, and 16 as he talks about being a friend? Remember in 14, he says, you are my friends. 15, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord is doing. That's the revealing part of it. Then he comes in 16, still talking about friendship. He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Listen, this is more of a revelatory point about being friends with God. If you are a friend of God this morning, understand something. You're not a friend because you chose God. You're a friend because God chose you. Ooh. And that's a, that's a very deep concept this morning very deep and some people can't swim in the depths that we are about to get into we go into the depths of theological debate and discussion right here this morning you see if we get back to all of our points that we've afford him mentioned if you are saved huh if you are obeying if you talk about him if you spend time with him huh if you're not a friend of the world if he reveals things to you Huh? Go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and rejoice. All right? All right? But at the end of the day, for all of these things, you can't take no credit for it. You can't take no credit for it. And you're not better than anybody else. Are you hearing me up in here? All right? Because you only love him because he first loved you. Woo! And you didn't choose him, but he what? He chose you. All right? So don't you walk around here being a big head, get the big head, thinking you better than other people. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Where would you be? All right. It was him that stopped by when he saw you in your blood, in your mess, in your problems, 
on your drug, in your addiction. It wasn't your bright eye to be saved, your bright idea to be saved. God saved you. He Anybody know the scripture this morning? He said, when I passed by, I walked by and saw thee in thy blood. God says, I said unto thee, live. All right? You wasn't smart enough. You wasn't wise enough. You wasn't spiritual enough. Huh? None of this depends on you. You are only a friend of God this morning because God first chose you. Now, some people don't believe this, but put that scripture back on. Do you hear God in this word? This ain't Pastor Omar. He said, you have not chosen me. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever get it twisted. But I have chosen you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God chooses his friends. Huh? Huh? You see, in ourselves, none of this could happen. You see? Because a dead man can't help himself. A blind man can't make himself see. A deaf man can't make himself hear. We need intervention from an outside source to solve the problem that we're in. So how in the world are you going to save yourself? How in the world are you going to put, hallelujah, the shockers on you to, 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 hallelujah, regenerate yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. A dead man can't help himself. And before Christ, we were dead in sin and in our transgressions. But he saved us. He gave us life. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Come on, let's go deep. Come on, let's go deep. Because some of y'all in here thinking it began with you. Some of y'all thinking that, hallelujah, you were wiser than other men. If that's you, well, where does wisdom come from? Ooh. Huh? Wisdom come from above. God giveth wisdom to all men. You see? See? That ask at least. And, and so, so it comes from God. Now, not every preacher and pastor believes in this electing love, this choosing love of God. Not everyone believes in it, all right? Uh, 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 and and, and we, won't, we won't cause no divisions in the body because it's a minor doctrine. And whether churches believe it or not, they still are brothers and sisters in Christ. Huh? Whether they be Baptist or Catholic or Pentecostal or Presbyterian, they all are our brothers in Yahshua HaMashiach. Because as long as they name the name of Christ, that's the commonality. Anybody hear me up in here? All right. All right. Hear me good. Now. And so not all of them believe in the particular doctrine of God choosing, even though it's right there in our face in the scripture. They don't believe in the electing love of God. They believe that they did it, that they chose him. They had a bright idea of coming to God. All right. But your pastor, your pastor comes from a long line of revival preachers, huh, huh, of, of reformation pastors, huh? 
And I'm going to put the list up there so you could see it. All the preachers in antiquity, and it's not all of them, but it's just a few of the big names that believe that God chooses us. And so I have up there for you Martin Luther, huh? John Calvin, Zwingli in Sweden, John Knox, the great martyr, Charles Spurgeon, the prince of preacher in, um, in London, huh? George Whitfield, the great revivalist who started the great awakening in America, huh? Jonathan Edwards, who preached that sinners in the hands of an angry God. Anybody hear me up in him? John Bunyan, who wrote that Pilgrim's Progress. A.W. Pink, author, pastor, theologian. Charles Hodges has a systematic theology that'll blow your mind. Anybody hear me up in him? Sir Isaac Watts, huh, who sings about that amazing grace, how see, how, you know, or wrote the hymn writer. J.C. Ryle, John Owens, my utmost for, for my high, the highest. William Carey, the great evangelist. William Wilberforce, one of the first abolitionists in Europe to end slavery in, in England. Anybody hear me up in here? Dr. D. Martin Lloyd-Jones, physician, become pastor. Now we come into our days, R.C. Sproul, J.I. Packer. The great John MacArthur, theologian, pastor, president of the Master Seminary. Our own Tony Evans that's still alive kicking, <laughs> preaching in Dallas, Texas. Huh? Wayne Grudem with his awesome systematic theology. James Boyce, the commentator. All of these and many more believe in this electing love, this what we call the doctrines of grace. You see, we all believe, y'all, that we saved by grace. But you got to understand, grace is not earned. Grace is given. <laughs> it's not earned. It's never earned. If it was earned, it wouldn't be called grace. Because grace, gratuitous, means that it's free. Gratuitous. It's a gratuitous donation. And salvation is free. It's by grace. Huh? It's by grace. Now, uh, there's a few pastors that, that can agree with that, but let me get, let me get you even to, to the deeper part of it. The when the grace is given. All right? See, because some people believe that the grace is given at the altar. Huh? But can I tell you that the grace is given before we can do right or wrong? The grace is given before you was in your mother's womb? The grace is given before the foundation of the world? Your name was on the heart of God before creation? And God wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life and say, I'm going to give grace to Chantel. Hey, I'm going to give grace to Misha. Isn't that our God who declares the end from the beginning? Are you deep enough to swim with us this morning? Come on and magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let me tell you how worthy he is. This thing ain't never depended on you. And it was never your choice. He chose you. And when did he do it? Ephesians 1, 4 says he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. All right. All right. 
Bible tells us in Ephesians that before the two children could even do right or wrong, he says, Jacob, have I loved? Anybody hear me up in here? All right. All right. He says, I, I chose you. Uh, the reason that he has to choose us is because of a theological discussion and school of thought that's called total depravity. All right. This is why God has to choose us. Because before Christ, we are in a status, a position that's called total depravity. He has to choose us because we can't choose him. Because we can't choose him. Before salvation, we can't choose him. We don't have the capacity. Huh? That's like you having a walkie-talkie and trying to talk to somebody on a cellular phone. Y'all on two different networks, baby. Before salvation, hey, God, you walkie-talking. Anybody hear me up in here? You can't even communicate with God. What you need to communicate with God is dead before salvation. So how are you going to even talk to God? But the Bible tells us before salvation that we totally depraved. Look at Romans 3 and 10. This is Bible I'm talking to you about. Before salvation, there is none righteous. No, not one. But even go deeper in verse 11. Before salvation, there is none that understands. And there is none that seeks after God. Listen, man. You didn't go looking for God. God came looking for you. <laughs> he came looking for you. And he's organized your whole life to bring you to this moment. Your whole life has been organized. Who your parents are, yes, sir. where you would be born at, yes, sir. huh? your aunts, your uncles, the family you're born into, who would be saved in that family to sprinkle the gospel on you, the neighborhood you would live in, the proximity to churches, the Bible studies in that neighborhood, the stores you would go to that he would have his people in. Hallelujah. Everything was organized so that you could find him on the day that he wanted you to find him. Woo! The sovereignty of God, even meticulously to the place you are right now, in the seat you're in right now, God organized it and ordained it all. And it was all for you to know him. It was all for you to wake up to him. He did the whole thing. Huh? He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should bring forth fruit. And this is the reason he chooses us, that we can do the good works. We don't do the good works because we don't do the good works to be saved. We do the good works because we saved. Ooh, I'm going, I'm going deep. I'm going deep. I'm going deep. So total depravity means that we're incapable of choosing God because we, not, we don't seek him. The Bible says in John 3, 19, before salvation, look, look how God finds us. That, that this is the judgment, the condemnation of the world, that light is coming to the world. But in reality, even when light comes into the world in our unsaved state, men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. How many people can remember when you was lost before you got saved? That you loved darkness 
rather than light? When they come and invite you to church and you got, listen, you got the church and the club on one. You understand what I'm saying? Baby, you ain't going to church. Huh? You got holiness or the drug. You got righteousness or the drink. Huh? You got the party on one side and the prayer meeting on the other. Can we keep it real up in here? That before salvation, even though the light was around us, we preferred darkness instead of the light. And this is the way he finds us, incapable on our own of going to him because we're not eternally out, internally outfitted to love him, to choose him. So he has to choose us. How does he find us, huh? He finds us in Genesis 6, 5, every imagination, huh? And the thoughts of their heart were only evil continually. How does he find us? Find us? Jeremiah 17, 9, where he says the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. How does he find us? 1 Corinthians 2, 14, huh? The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. We don't want nothing about the Bible. We don't want to know nothing about no prayer meeting. That's how he finds us. Huh? John 3, 3, how does he find us? The Bible says, unless a man is born again, he cannot even see the kingdom of God. Huh? Lost, you don't, you don't even know that there is a kingdom of God. Lost, you don't even know about the cosmic battle between good and evil. You blind. You blind. And you can't see until God opened your eyes. Come on, give y'all some praise up in this place. Y'all still up out there? Your pastor not only believes in total depravity, but I believe in unconditional election. All right? I believe that he chooses us, but he chooses us unconditionally. Meaning that you ain't did anything and you can't do anything to earn his love. Anybody hear me up in here? That's why it's called unmerited favor. That's why it's called unconditional love. You can't do anything to earn God's love because nothing you could do would be good enough to earn a love so amazing as God. And you're going to get up in heaven and you're going to say, God, why did you love me? God's going to say, because. God, I don't understand, but why did you choose me? Because. God, you knew what I was going to become? Nah, because you wouldn't have became it until I chose you. So it wasn't about what you was going to become. I did it because. Huh? Huh? I believe in an unconditional election. He says, you did not choose me. I have chosen you. You say, but, but pastor, I came to Jesus on my own. You think that's how that went? In John 6, 44, look what he tells us. Look what he tells us. No man can come to me, Jesus says, except the Father which had sent me do what? Draw him. Don't you come to me tell me that you, you chose Jesus. You only chose Jesus because the Father chose you. Hey, God. Ooh, ooh, my God. Are you hearing me up in here? You see? You see? Yeah. There's an there's a old poem, hallelujah, from, from Josiah Condor. He says it like this. He says, "'Tis not that I did choose thee, for, Lord, that could not be. This heart would still refuse thee, had not thou not chosen me.'" 
Did you catch that up in here? Huh? Huh? Do I have to wrap that for y'all to understand that? All right, all right. But think about it. Think about God as we do a survey of Scripture. Just looking at the totality of our book, both old and new, we serve a choosy God. From the very beginning, y'all, huh? He chose Enoch to walk with him. He chose Noah out the path before he flooded the earth. None of these people initiated relationship with God. God is always the initiator. He is always the beginning, and he is going to be the end. He is always the alpha, huh? And he's going to be the omega, huh? It's the nature of his sovereign preeminent status. He chose not only Noah and Enoch, but he chose Abraham. Pulled Abraham out of idolatry. Called him and said, Abraham, come to a place where I'm going to show you. You see? He not only chose Abraham, but he chose Isaac. Huh? Because he could have chose Ishmael, but he chose Isaac. And Isaac shall thy seed be. And then he chose Jacob because he could have chose Esau. But he said, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated. And if I, out of all the nations on the earth, out of Jacob, he chose a nation. Our nation, Israel. Anybody hear me up in here? Woo! A choosy God. Not that we chose him, but he chose us. And out of Israel, he chose one tribe. A tribe that Messiah would come from. Yahshua HaMashiach. The bright and the morning star. The lily in the valley. The rose of Sharon. Hey, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Anybody hear me up in here? Son of David. You see, because out of Israel, out of all the 12 tribes, he chose one tribe, Judah. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. You see? That a Messiah would come and save the earth. Save not only his people, us, but in him the Gentiles would trust. He would not be only the savior of Israel, but the savior of the world. Come on, give God some praise up in this place. And as he walked by, walking on our earth some 2,000 years ago, he walking by and he began to choose disciples. <laughs> Huh? Told Peter and Andrew, stop your fishing, come and follow me. Stop by Matthew at the, at the tax collector table, he said, follow me. Told all them boys, follow me, and I'm going to make you fishers of men. You see? So as we look at patterns, you see, patterns teach us some things about behavior. If we look at Yahweh's pattern, he has a pattern of choosing. His friends, you see? And as we go through it, all the people in antiquity and history and biblical Halloween history, he's not only chosen all of them, but if you are a friend of God this morning, your name is on that list as well. He has chosen you. Come on, give him some praise up in this place. But some of y'all saying, Pastor, you fight me on this. You want some glory for it. So you say, I, I, I believed, Pastor. I believed it was on me. 
Well, look at Acts 13, 48 for a second. The Bible saying when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained, chosen, elected to eternal life, did what? Believe. You see, the choosing come before the believing. <laughs> you only believe because you're chosen. <laughs> The Bible says it's of him that we even believe in Christ. Because the faith comes from God. You can't even believe without the help of God. Woo! The Bible says you save. Hallelujah for us. By grace we save. Through faith. And that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. Huh? Well, what's the gift of God? Pastor, is it grace or faith that's a gift? Both. <laughs> For to every man is given a measure of faith. It ain't nothing that you get on your own. God gave it to you. And he gave it to you because you're chosen. Woo! Jesus says many are called. Hey, God, it's not the calling because the call going to go out to the whole world. It's not the call that's the important thing. It's the chosen that's the important part. Because the chosen are going to hear. The chosen are going to come. The chosen are going to believe. The chosen are going to walk. The chosen are going to talk. The chosen going to obey. The chosen going to come to the house. Are you chosen this morning? It's all about the chosen. It's all about the chosen. And let me tell you, deep inside, you know when you're chosen. You know when you're different. You know when God has always had his hand on you. You know you should have never made it out that trouble. Chosen. Chosen. Chosen for such a time as this. For such a time as this. You know it. You know it. Got his hands on you. And his hands bent on you. Everybody else could get away with it, but not you. All your friends can go this way, but not you. <laughs> you see, when you're chosen, you got different set of rules. See, daddy treat his kids different than the other kids when you when you're chosen. You see? When you're chosen. You see? You see? And when you understand that he chose you, it changes the way you worship. It changes the way you sing. You see that song we sung when we say, God, you alone are worthy. Huh? And no one can worship you for me. When we come out there and we say, here's my worship. Because before my I was in my mother's womb, you were looking out for me. Here's my worship. <laughs> when you chose me, hallelujah, when I was in elementary school, here's my worship. When you kept me on those streets, when I could have went the wrong way, but I went the right way, here's my worship. 
when you got me through school and when I, I never should have made it, here's my worship. When I was sick in bed and the doctor said I never would have. Hey! When you sovereignly put that person in my life to bring me to you, here's my worship. All of my worship. You see? See, it takes your worship to another level. Because your theology is not humanistic centered. You're not looking at like like we did something. But you're looking at it biblically. Now it's the depths of biblical theology that not everybody can swim in. But when you get it right, it makes you give him all the glory. That's what the scriptures mean, y'all, in 1 Corinthians 1. In 1 Corinthians 1, Jesus is telling us through Paul. Paul is telling us the, the choosing nature of God. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. You see, men think they're so smart. And listen, I love education and I want you to be educated because education is, is, is awesome. Knowledge is power. But never get the big head. Because there's somebody smarter than you up there. All right? All right, yeah, go to school, but, but, but stay humble. Because sometimes when humans get the big head, God will take the foolish things. He'll choose the foolish things to confound the wise. And you'd be like, how is this going on? But what else has he chosen? So he's chosen the foolish. He's chosen the weak things to confound the things that's mighty. Not only when we think we're too wise or think we're too smart, when we think we're too strong. When we think, I did it. You never Nebuchadnezzar, I did it. I built, I, I. God said, nah, because if you do that, I'm going to choose something weak to bring you down. He brought Egypt down with frogs and flies. He, whoo, he chose the foolish things. He chose the weak things. Keep going to 28. And he chooses the base things, the low things, the things that's despised. Fishermen. Fishermen. Huh? Had God did what? Chosen. Yea, things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That's how he chooses. And in 29, he says why he chooses. In the same way he chose us. In the same way he chooses all of these things. So that in the end, that no flesh should glory in his presence. <laughs> Nobody can take the credit for anything. You see, because of him and to him and for him are all things. We only here this morning in this church because he's chosen us to be here. I'm only your pastor because he chose me to be so. It wasn't my decision. I'd still be practicing law. I'd still be in the courthouse with Judge Jules. We, we still be running drug court. You know, we, we listen to me, man. 
Minister Sam gave an example of the little child. And they put their feet on the parents when they learning to walk. Y'all remember that example? And them children learn how to walk and they doing that. And boy, when they first learning how to walk, they think they big time when you're walking. And they, they just walking on your feet. And here they go, they have the illusion like they walking. Huh? This is our life with God. For the steps of a righteous man. Oh, order. <laughs> By God. <laughs> you think you're doing something? You think you're walking? Listen, he is walking you to your destiny. He walked you to the cross. <laughs> he walked you to your wife and you to your business and you to your career. He walked you to your... <laughs> that no flesh may glory. In his presence, the 24 elders, when they get up there, they're going to take their crowns. And I pray to God that I have a crown in those last days. <laughs> There's the reason I work like I work. There's the reason why I travel and tie. There's the reason why we serve. Not to be saved, but because we say, but also that we might have something to cast at his feet. Because when he come through with the nail scars in his feet and the nail scars in his hand and I see him walking in my presence, any rewards, any accolades, any crowns that I have, immediately, here's my worship. Hey, all of my worship. Everything that I have and I am has been because of you. Chosen so that no flesh can glory. In his presence. And we get to verse 30. It tells us, listen, but of him are you even in Christ Jesus. You wouldn't even be in Christ without God. Who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. And this is all that Christ does for us. Gives us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, which is the cleaning up process, and the redemption, which is the setting free from sin. We get all that because of God the Father choosing us. And in 31, he continues, that according as it is written, this is why God does it all. This is why he chooses us. As, and according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory, not in himself, not in his education, not in his family tree and his lineage, not in his money, not in his muscles, not in his athletic ability, that him that glory, not even in his pastor, not in his first lady, not in his denomination, not in his church, let him that glory, glory, in the Lord, my God, my God, my God. Here's my worship. All of my worship. It all belongs to him. And anything that gets in your way of giving God glory has become an idol to you. You've got to move it out the way. Because he deserves all the glory. Come on, give him some praise. My God, my God, my God. So listen, 
Don't just thank God for saving you. Be a deeper Christian. Can we get up here? Thank you for saving me. Huh? Huh? Be a deeper Christian. Because the choosing come before the saving. Be a Christian that say, thank you for choosing me. You see, Jesus understood it because they, the disciples came back rejoicing. They say, even the devils are subject unto us in thy name, Jesus. The disease is everything. We could do mighty, many miracles and everything. He said, man, the devils, man, they, they, they running from us in your name. Jesus said, don't rejoice in that. He said, rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. That you on the list of the chosen. You see? Musicians come. Musicians come. You know? Y'all know how I am when I come back from vacation. <laughs> I'm not gonna go long this morning, amen. Hallelujah. I gotta I gotta I gotta work y'all back into the long sermons, all right? <laughs> the ministers been giving y'all breaks. They've been they've been blessing y'all, huh? So we ain't going to do our hour and, and over today, you know what I'm saying? Well, we probably already did an hour, but how many people felt like an hour in here? Anybody felt? Jesus said, can you watch with me for an hour? But don't just thank God for, for salvation. Thank him for choosing you, you see? Because being a friend of God means that you are chosen. Come on, give God some praise in this place. Here we go, y'all. This is the most important part of the service. All right? If you are here and you don't know whether you are saved, I mean, really, or you've been relying upon something else to get you into heaven besides God, besides Jesus, besides the cross, maybe you've been relying on yourself. Maybe you've been relying upon getting to heaven and they're doing it like a grading scale, like, oh, you better than such and such. That's not the way it's going to be. All right? The books that's going to be open in glory is the Lamb's Book of Life huh? and the Book of Works. The problem with the Book of Works is that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The problem with the book of works is, is that outside of Christ, our righteousness is as filthy rags. The problem with the book of works is, is until you get blood bought and redeemed, you trying to clean a, 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 a glass, a window pane with an oily rag. You got to get the rag clean before you can clean other things with it. The Bible says, can a clean thing come from an unclean thing so until you're washed in the blood of Christ the works you do are dirty works to God you just spreading oil you just making a mess one of the craziest things to watch is your kids trying to clean up when they spill something all they doing is spreading it they spill that milk I got it daddy I got it. they just spreading milk <laughs> And they go from that one small spot to on the floor, hallelujah, and look, they just, they just made a mess. They got the milk all over them. Anybody hear what I'm saying? Come up there, daddy, I got it all cleaned up. 
You ain't did nothing but made a mess. They got some of you up in here making a mess of life. Because you've been trying to clean yourself up. And we can't clean ourselves up. Sometimes you got to call for help. You got to ask for intervention. And then this, 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 this thing we call salvation, we need help, y'all. If we could have saved ourselves, he would have never sent us a savior. So listen to me good. I'm issuing out the call right now. And I'm issuing out the call because I know that there's some chosen up in here. When the chosen hear the call, they respond to the call because they're chosen. It's something in us that's been planted in us since a child. A frequency, a voice. He said, my sheep, they hear my voice. And they know me. And they follow me. You see, when you're chosen, you're one of his sheep, whether you know it or not. And when you hear his voice, something in you on the inside moves. Something in you wants to follow the great shepherd. Not the men that he sent, we just vessels. We just microphones, we just megaphones, but it's the voice behind the voice. That's what we listen for. The voice of our maker. The voice of the one who deserves the worship. The voice of the one who's been leading us this whole time. The Bible say, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. For today is the day of salvation if you are here this morning and you would say pastor I don't know if I'm saved I hadn't heard it like this but I want to make sure that I'm in we gonna pray at this altar and we gonna pray you in to the kingdom not because of the prayer not even because of you but because you're chosen for the believers that's in here, you've lost track of your worship. You haven't been giving him all the glory he deserves. You've forgotten where he found you. We're going to come to the altar and we're going to worship a little bit more. Then we're going to do the Lord's Supper together with a heart of thanksgiving. That he would shed his blood for us. That he would allow his body to be broken for us. That we might get into glory. Worship team, come. Ushers, open up the gates. Heaven, open and charge this altar with your power. Not only to save, but to sanctify and redeem. Not only to save, but to set on fire your people to worship you and to love you again. All of God's people under the sound of my voice, if this altar is calling you, come now. 
Come now. Come now. Come now. Whether it's for salvation, recommitment, whether it's just to worship him for his goodness, hallelujah, the altar is open. Whether it's to acknowledge him for always being by your side. Come on. Hey, God. Whether it's to praise him for choosing you. Come on, let's do this. Let's do this. Come on, let's worship him. Come on, Brian. Lead us into that. Hey. 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 Come on, worship. Come on, worship him with me. You've been with me a long time. Hey. You led me all the way. and toes and snares I'm only here because of you come on let's worship hey thank you Let's do that part. Let's do that part. I can't be silent.
go to the most high in prayer. We have a good, good God, y'all. A good, good God. And he loves you this morning. And you are no accident. You are here on his plan and for his purpose. You are his child. And you are chosen. So with that in mind, we go to our father who first loved us. And we pray. Please repeat after me out of your heart. Say, most high God. I love you because you first loved me. Thank you for choosing me and leading me the whole way. I admit I've made some mistakes, but I believe that you still love me. You love me so much. My Savior, Jesus, Yahshua, died on the cross for all my sins. So right now, by faith, I receive your grace. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died. He was buried. And he, and he rose again. Take my faith, Take my faith. With, your grace, with your grace and save my soul. And save my soul. Forgive, me Forgive me and wash me, wash me. With, the blood of Jesus. with the blood of Jesus. Wash away, wash away. All, my sins. all my sins. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Reveal to me my purpose. And put me to work in your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, give him praise up in here. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And right now, we're going to do the Lord's Supper. We're going to move right into it to get you out of here. And so if you can grab that container... Hopefully you brought it with you to the altar. If not, go back to your seat and get it. And we're going to do this Lord's Supper together because it's first Sunday. Now, team, uh, Atlanta wants to do the Lord's Supper. So if y'all could pack me up uh, 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 um, a package for Atlanta and Dallas so we can take some uh, containers with me. Um, staff, y'all get that ready, and I'm going to pass tomorrow and pick that up. Amen. Uh, because we want to do Lord's Supper with them as well. And so uh, the way the Lord's Supper work, if you're ready, just go ahead and, and take the, the wafer out. Uh, the Bible tells us, amen, uh, on the night that he was betrayed, our Savior Yahshua took the, took the bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and distributed it to his disciples. And he said, take and eat this, all of you. For this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So this morning, we his people, we remember his passion on the cross, his body broken, 
that we may be healed. Let us eat in remembrance in Jesus' name. As we open up the top of the, the fruit of the vine, the Bible says in the same manner, he took the cup after supper and he told him, he said, drink this, all of you, for this is the new testament, the new covenant, the new agreement between God and man in my blood, Jesus says. You see, because without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sins. That's why the old folk used to say, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So as we drink, he wants us to always remember what cleanses us and affords us the opportunity of forgiveness. He said, drink this, all of you, in remembrance of me. Let us drink. God, in the name of Jesus, take your body and your blood and even this communion and accompany it with healing power, anointing power. Bless us to be touched by you as we remember your sacrifice on Calvary's hill. Now, saints, listen, we're going to get ready to dismiss. Uh, Judge Jules Edwards will be in the, in the foyer. Go ahead and shake his hand. Go ahead and, and show him some Philly love, amen. He's, he's served our community. He's given his life serving our community, amen. Let's deal with him in honor and dignity and remember him as we go to the polls, amen. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and bless you with shalom peace. Shalom, Israel. Shalom, Israel. And as you go, tell somebody shalom. Tell somebody shalom. As you go, come on, tell somebody shalom. Hey, tell somebody shalom. Come on, somebody. Shake somebody's hand. Tell them shalom. Speak life on Speak blessings on Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to the post show where we reflect on the word. I am Brittany and I am Grace Tiva. We have Miss Grace with us this morning. We're so excited about that. How you feeling this morning, Grace? I am feeling so good. It's my first time on this thing, so like I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. We are excited to hear from you, to hear your, you know, your insight and to kind of have you guide us through the through the process of, of kind of examining the word this yeah, morning? Yeah, I'm excited. So who's up first? Well, let's see. We'll see who's up first. Um, we'll give them a second to, to figure out who's coming up first for us. But before we kind of get into it, we know Pastor had a, an awesome word yeah. uh, talking about being a, a friend of God. And, you know, he has some awesome points. He's kind of continuing um, his past sermons about, you know, what it takes, what it means to be a friend of God. Um, and he, he has some awesome things to say this morning, yeah. right? Yeah, like, it was, I have many notes about it, but mm -hmm. like, just to say, like, you're chosen. Come on. Before everything, before Come the on. foundation of the world, like, he wrote your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I mean. That's crazy. Isn't it? That's crazy. Isn't it? Nah, that's amazing. That is amazing. And it's mind-blowing. And I mean, you know, that's, that's something that 
um, every every Christian, every follower of Christ should have a, a good understanding of yes. that. You know, it's not about you. Yes. It's about it's about what God did and is doing through you. Yes. Right. That takes the pride out of it. It takes ourselves out of it. And it yes. lets us see that it's all about him. All if it wasn't him. for him. All glory to him. Come on. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So we're ready for our uh, first guest to come up. And we'll just kind of get a, a an idea of what they took away from the word on this morning. Hi. Hello, how are y'all? We're good. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> can I get your names? Yes, I'm Travis Hilaire, and that's my son Isaiah Hilaire. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to meet you too. <laughs> nice to meet you guys as well. Right. All right. So, what's something y'all took away from the word this morning? What's something that kind of stuck out to y'all? Just to be chosen, to be picked, and to keep receiving and knowing that we're going in the right direction. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then for me, I think, you know, coming to church Sunday after Sunday, sometimes you get caught up in the monotony of just, oh, this is something that I do each Sunday as, as in routine. And I think when we're reminded of God's power and what, like why we're chosen and who yeah. we are, I think it's a, it's a constant reminder for us in our daily walk with God. And I think, as I come to church as a young individual, I think it's important for representation purposes as well to show um, the youth that it doesn't take, you don't have to be a certain age to yeah. go to church. Yeah. You don't have to be, you know, this um, certain person that the world makes out as Christian. It's just like walking in truth and knowing that God loves us and that he is the reason for the season. Yeah. Every day we wake up. Yeah, because like... He still chooses us from the beginning, no matter how old you are, everything. He still chooses us. So say like us young people, he still chooses us from the beginning. That's and good. he's like, I choose you. I called you and you're coming. And we just have to answer the call. Mm. You can't change it. You can't really change it. You can't because like it's who you are. The moment you walk into that and you answer the call, it's like, I know who I am now. Mm. This was who I was always meant to be. That's good. And I, I can imagine a lot of people might feel like, um, you know, you once you're chosen, you feel it, you know it. Yeah. But it's all about us walking into that feeling of being chosen. You know, you feel God tugging at you and pulling at you all throughout your life. But it's all about us kind of fighting against that. You know, the flesh doesn't want to doesn't want to go in the way of the of what's right. And yeah. so, you know, I would say the sooner you you walk into that you know, walking to being chosen, the better. Why would we want to fight it, you know? So I love that point that y'all made about, you know, young people striving. Like, I, I would encourage anybody, don't fight that, that feeling of God calling you. Because like Pastor said, you know when you're different. Yeah. You know when you're different. You know when you're called. You know when you're chosen. Embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah y'all had I think, anything I think else? it's like a beautiful thing, honestly, as we come to church and you see just a congregation of people on fire for God. Yes. That's something that's so encouraging. Each time Absolutely. I come to church, like whether I'm in like a great space or maybe it's I'm in one of those valleys, you know, it mm. just shows like at the end of the day, we all go through things. Yeah. But just being constantly reminded, you know, I think as I come to church each Sunday, my, seeing my grandmother and like just on fire for God and um, just teaching me, like this is this is not something that you just do on a Sunday. Mm. It's more than that. It's a relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good. That is good. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Awesome. Y'all had anything else? 
I think that uh, I'm the middle child and he's the middle child. So we see things the same. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's like you've been chosen already. So yeah. everything is way before you. Yeah. yeah. Like so. b- before your mom, before her Come mom, on. her Come mom, on. her mom. And you're just like, and at the end of the day, when you're thinking about it, you're like, Lord, you loved me before I even knew what love was. Come on. And it really just shows how big he is, hmm. how powerful, and all the glory belongs to him. Yeah. That's crazy. That's good. That's crazy. That's good. That's crazy. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so Thank much you. for Thank joining you. us this morning. We Thank appreciate you. y'all. Thank y'all. Have a good one. Thank y'all. That was so good. But yeah, I love talking about uh, younger people striving. I think that's so important right now. It's, you know, times are getting crazy and, you know, people need to realize that there's no time to waste. People are dying at, you know, any age. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So you want to introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Karen Dugas. I'm Ravini Dugas. That's so good. Yes. So like. What, you know, came out to the word for you guys? What, like, popped out? What did you draw from it? So it was the um, the illustration with us walking on, on Daddy's feet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Minister Sam gave that um, example, and I've been pondering on it all week. And to hear Pastor say it again, it just resonated with me because God will drop a vision. He will give you vision. And a lot of times we're s- stagnant because we're afraid we have to figure it out, but he already laid the plans out for us. We really just have to walk on his feet, follow his directions, give him our yes, (laughs) and serve, and he's gonna lead us. So that was this, it just resonates with me, and I just, I love that imagery. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wasn't, I don't remember when my parents walked with me, Mm -hmm. when I learned how to walk, but just that, that imagery of it, the Lord walking with you through mm. it all, no matter the trials, Come on. he's still with you. Yeah, and even good. through, like, your blessings, he's still with you. Come on. He's with you. And it's just crazy. It's crazy. That's good. It really is. I heard somebody say, um, you know, when God gives you something to do, it's not your business to figure it out. Mm. It's his business. Yeah. yeah. You just be obedient. Yeah. yeah. Follow his direction. That's and good. and the fact that he chose you to do it. Mm. That yeah. blows my mind. Right? Too. Right? right? Like everyone, everyone <laughs> ever, ever from all, not even in the world, but from all of time. Yes. He chooses you to do what he, that's crazy. Yeah. My God. From the foundation of the world, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, him, cho- him choosing us from uh, the foundations of the world to do the things that we do. Mm. Um, you know, being that I do the music uh, in the back, uh, it's something he, he put in me from a child or yeah. from young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even though I went other directions before, come, you know, coming to Christ, uh, he fixed that in that way mm. for me to yeah. uh, help here, serve in the church. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, everything we do, he's chosen us to do it. You yes. know, every every way uh, in us, you know, he's just kept pulling us, pulling us, you know, against our our flesh, our will, our own will, you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, him just cho- choosing us um, first, mm. you know, yeah. being saved just in general, you know, it's just a mind-blowing thing. He's just awesome, you know. Yeah, like so he's good. ordering our steps. Yeah. 
ordering every single one of them. Absolutely. And he wastes nothing. Yeah. He wastes nothing. That's good. Mm. Just every experience know. before we come to him, yeah. he uses it. And he and he uses it for his glory. Mm. Yeah. We just have to trust him. Yeah. yeah. And even through the troubles, because sometimes I know, like, when we're going through, it's hard to see. We're like, God, where are you? Hmm. I feel alone. But he's like, I'm walking with you. Mm. Like, I'm right there. Grace, that's good because I'm thinking of the fear. Sometimes yeah. it's a fear mm. yeah. of the unknown, but yeah. he's with us, and we yeah. forget that we're holding on to him. Yeah. Mm. You know, well, he's holding on to yeah. us. Yeah, right, yeah, right. He's, he's keeping us. us. That that's is so good. so good. That's good. That's, man, that's some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. That's all we have. Well, thank y'all so much. Thanks for having us. Always nice to have y'all. Always. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> Hey, that, that was good. And I know Miss Karen personally. I know I have to say, you know, her watching her walk in faith, you know, she's speaking things that she definitely does, you know, her and Deacon Vinny. So it's always awesome to hear people confess about what God is doing and then see it in their lives as well. So yes. that's awesome. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Good. Great. Blessed right, so and like, highly introduce favored. Introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Francis. The voice might be familiar. Well, maybe online, but yeah. yeah. Slightly. <laughs> it's a little well, familiar. Yes. So, like, what you took from the word? Well, what I took from the word is, you know, God will always choose who he feels best, best to be chosen in that moment. Yeah. You know, That's good. Uh, oftentimes we question whether God is, we just question God, yeah. uh, regardless of the circumstance. And, you know, sometimes God will even choose the person that you believe might be the least qualified Come on. Yeah, and yeah. humble you with that. The weak thing. So, yeah, God is amazing, y'all. Mm. Yeah. God is amazing. It really is crazy that, like, he would pick the foolish things to confound the wise. Yes. And it really just helps us know that, like, we don't need to be some superstar to be used Come by on. him. Yes. We could be anyone, and he will use us just as mightily. Because God will use a donkey, and he'll use a rock. Yes. Come on. Uh, <laughs> you got it. That is good. Yes, that's, indeed. That's crazy. It really is crazy. Yes. Just to to know that. Mm -hmm. To wow, that's crazy. So like yeah. everything. What I found most interesting about this week for me is exactly on well, throughout the entire week really, I was just like, wow, God is really challenging me like he's never challenged me before. Come on. Yeah. I was really ready to throw in the towel wow. this week. Wow. And you're not alone. I'm so many others yes. feel that way. I'll be honest with you. I was in one of our um, morning staff meetings um, at, my, at my job. And so I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Wow. It's draining. Wow. It's taxing. I bet. And my mental health is at stake. Mm. I was like, I'm going to take a breath, and I'm going to go to God in this moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I spoke to one of my higher-ups, and she was like, if you need to take a breath, just go ahead and take your breath. So I, I, I went in my own little prayer closet, 
at work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good. And I was like, God, how you how you gonna how you gonna push me through this? Mm. You know. And he said, I'm still with you. Come on. Yeah. I'm still with you. That's good. And so my boss said, Hey, if you can if you need to take the day, go ahead and take the day. Mm. Three hours later, I got a phone call for an even bigger opportunity. Come on. Look wow. at God. Doing the same thing that I'm doing. Wow. Come on. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm going anywhere, but I'm just saying right when you're ready to throw in the towel and give up, yeah. he shows up. God will show you, like, I have chosen you yes. to do this. Yeah, and I'm with you. And yeah. I'm with you. Wow. So don't give up. Mm. Because right when you feel like you're ready to give up, yeah. He's going to show you. Yeah, he's like, I'm right there walking with he you. He's going to come tenfold. That's wow. good. Yeah. That's so crazy. good. I love that. Chosen and ordained and appointed and anointed for yes. what he's called you to do. Yes. So, you know, in those low moments, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to feel alone. It might feel like, you know, the whole world is against you. It might feel mm -hmm. like you're the only one going through a situation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, our God is with us. Yes. Yes. He's with us and he's called us yes. for such a time as this. And Every if we can remember that... Mm -hmm. You know, we'll be we'll be stronger and wiser and better. Yeah, and yeah. right when it's time to level up. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, always that's, a that's, that's when that's that's when it comes. That's yeah. when Every it time. gets the toughest. You mm. know, and we gotta we gotta know Which how stands. to be able to stay with God in in that moment, that's so good. we don't get distracted. That's good. So that the devil don't take us off the track that God has already ordained our purpose mm. yeah. and aligned our purpose to. To go after so good. we man, gotta so stay focused we gotta stuff. stay in that yeah gotta stay man. in that you know yeah. that's good man that's good. So good thank you so much thank for you, just thank sharing that that's that's very good thank yeah. you so much absolutely you have a good day well. that was awesome good. very encouraging and you know we need that you know yeah. a lot of times we find ourselves in valleys we find ourselves in low moments and you know, it, sometimes it can be hard to remember the good things. It can be difficult to remember, you know, who God is in his yeah. totality. But, you know, we have to remind ourselves and encourage ourselves um, yeah. until the situation changes. So, yeah, like he good. already preordained pre me get overcoming this trial. Come on. So why am I just like stressing out about going through it? He's already ordained the ending from the beginning. That's a word. So that's that crazy. That is a word. I love it. <laughs> so, hi. How y'all doing? It's a good, hey, y'all doing? All right, good. so y'all introduce yourself. Well, this is the matriarch and the patriarch of the Lawrence clan. Hey, man. <laughs> oh. I just want to put this out there, Grace. You're a good natural girl. <laughs> praise You're getting all the cues and praise everything. You're doing a good job. It's so good. The reason why I wanted to come up here, because it's crazy, I text them serving, but I text them because when Pastor was talking about being chosen, we literally were talking, was, our family was talking about that on our way to church this morning. Wow. Confirmation. And we were talking, confirmation, we were talking about um, how our relationship started and how um, everything just seemed to line up because it was one of those things that we knew we would have never naturally just crossed paths. Yeah. We met online. <laughs> mm. Wow. <You> know? <laughs> and even in sin, God blessed us and um, he has always aligned everything. Like when we moved here, it was alignment by, you know, we was like, oh, we just going to go down for a year and come back, but we just going to keep commuting to church. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, we got here and it was like, okay, we had already started going to church here, but it's like, soon as we made, he chose us 
He chose us to be together. He brought us together as a family. And it's like, soon as he opened our eyes and we, he revelated everything to us, everything has just been moving so smoothly. Yeah. It's like, you know he, his hand is in it because it's like, ain't no way it could have happened. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I ain't did nothing. Absolutely. Like he just worked it out. Yeah. Like, seeing his power, we couldn't, and when you think about it, you just step back and you're like, I could have never thought that through. Yeah. Come on. Like, I could have never done that. Mm-hmm. No man could have ever done it. And it really just proves that there is a God mm-hmm. and that he has chosen you. Yeah. Always confirmation. Pastor, is sovereign God. confirmation. Yes. 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 Sovereignty. Sovereign. Yeah. Knows the end from the beginning. Come on. All powerful. That's good. That Very is crazy. good. I mean, it's like the dynamics of our whole family. Like, it'll be a long testimony. Very interesting. I, I might need to do, like, Grace or write a book. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, the whole dynamics of how we all came together, uh, the way the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was leading, the obedience, and that's how we ended up here. And that's how we constantly moving forward, getting better every day and more obedient every day. And yeah, and a servant, and I, I know every time I get up here, I talk about serving, man, but <laughs> I always look at passing y'all in the first family, and I just be like, that's motivation for me. I, it looked like I'm, I'm serving every Sunday, but it don't matter. I tell them all the time I serve whenever because it ain't even about me. Mm-hmm. I see everything just passed alone, and then first lady having to follow up, and y'all having to move and pass the move. That's motivation to do everything that I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How, how I serve my family yeah. is motivation. Oh. Don't be doing this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Excellent. That's crazy. Hi. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, it's you you guys said that, well, first, we could have never done it. And he done it. He did it. Yeah. And the fact that our lives keep on moving forward. Mm-hmm. It keeps on getting better and better if we stay in his pet plan. Come on. So, like, he chooses us, and then we follow through. Well, he walks with us through it because mm-hmm. it's not of right. our own doing. Right. Yeah. And then our lives get better and better. Yeah. Come on. So it's like, why, Lord? <laughs> why? Because mm. he chose us. Exactly. And I'm he like. He chose us. That's the only answer. And Pastor B. Right. put it just so. Right. Right. He's saying it, but he just he. Yeah. 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 Like the sweet spot right there. The icing on the cake. Yeah. That's crazy. And he knows what to do to get you to do what he chose you to do. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't even. That's sovereignty. You can't even be like, that's why was my idea. Right. It was just like that's all glory to God. Come on. All glory to God. All glory to God. That's Hallelujah. crazy. We just wanted to come up there and say that because it was just, it was perfect. We <laughs> mm. just talked about it in the car. Ever since Thursday, like, this has been a conversation our family been having because I was, like, in reflection thinking about just, like, the last six years of my life and how everything then changed and yeah. I'm, how our family then got close and yeah. we moving towards prosperity and come things on, like yeah. that. and. Just reflecting, like, mm. how all of this happened. It Nobody happened so fast, God. and it's, it's like, like... It's like a miracle. Mm. It's a miracle. It is. It's, like, it's nothing wow. I could have did Grace, to do this. you have no idea how much of a miracle <laughs> wow. it is. Wow. It's like, wow. If you knew me before I got to you. <laughs> wow. So thank y'all so much yeah. for sharing yeah. that. Like, that's so good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Man, that, was that was awesome, that right? Was good. That was good. Doesn't that just like energize right? you it, and it, it like it, it encourages you? It does. It really does. It does. Hi, Mama. 
Hello. Hi. So, you guys, you know, this is the first lady. <laughs> first lady Chantel Tebow. Yes, ma'am. Hi. <laughs> so, what you took from the word? Well, um, I really just like the whole word on um, that God chooses us. And what it makes me think about is the love that comes from the choosing. Mm. Because it was nothing that we have done. The Bible says, Pastor taught today, he said, Jacob, have I loved? Yeah. And the choosing just shows the when the love began for us. Mm. Wow. That it wasn't anything that we've done. That's good. Any successes that we've um, gained mm. yes. any accolades, any titles, but our, the love that he has for us started way before. So in our low times, mm. when we feel unloved, un, um, just unwanted mm. to know that the most high chooses us, demonstrates the love that he has, yes. you know what I mean? So out of his choosing just shows us that He's always loved us. Wow. You know? From the beginning of the ages, mm. he's loved us. And that's why he sent his son. That's yeah. crazy. That he demonstrated his love towards us. Mm. That <laughs> While we were yet sinners. Come on. <laughs> wow. Christ yeah. died for us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I enjoyed about the word today. Because that, it demonstrates wow. the love of God. Yeah. That's that reckless love. The yes. reckless love. love. Overwhelming. Where Overwhelming. Mm. Unconditional. Sound like a song. Yeah, never ending. Come on. <laughs> wow. Like, to man such as we, yeah. mm. we didn't even do anything. Come Nothing. on. It was even before we could ever do anything. Thank Come you. On. Thank you, Lord, <laughs> like, for that. Right? And he was like, I know your future. I know what you will do. But even then, I love you. Mm. Yeah. And Come I've on, chosen that's you. Yeah. That's good. And, and, the choosing, and the choosing makes me think about, because he chose us, the equipping that he has for every part of our life. Yeah. Because he chose us since the foundation of yeah. the world. Mm. Then every stage of life, he's equipped us yeah. to finish that task. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes when we're afraid and scared and feel um, not competent enough, mm. he's equipped us to finish the task. Preach it. Because yeah. he chose us. Hallelujah. What a God. Like, what everything. God. Not the, the situations. Your parents, Ooh, come on. The things, your trials, your own like th personal wow. yeah. problems, your gifts and your talents, everything is already. He's ordered. Just, it's ordered. Ordered. Mm -hmm. He really just That's gives so us like a true. like a toolbox and it's like here. <laughs> right, right, right. Like <laughs> I want you to build this. Yeah. But I'm giving you that. Thank come you. on. The spirit of God just fell in the place right <laughs> wow. here. Mm. Y'all wow. going off, y'all. Wow. That's good. Come on, what else y'all got? And I just have, because he chooses us, and to know that it allows us to give him back his worth. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. through worship, through our right. life, through yes. just everything about us. It makes us love him. Because there's no way somebody can love you so much and you don't love them back. Right, you don't reciprocate. Yeah, yes. so it makes us love him back. Mm. Yeah. You know, so anyways. And that is what makes our worship so pure. And that's when, like... We worship knowing that we're chosen, that we're loved before everything. Mm. He's like, 
when you have perspective. Yeah. yeah, and it really just makes the aroma so much sweeter. That's yeah. good. Come on. That's Come on, crazy. Aroma. That's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's good. So I'm thankful for being chosen. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all we could ever be. I'm mm. like, but why, Lord? Yeah. Right. And he's like, because. Yeah. Mm. And, and like Pastor said, this is his pattern. Yeah. yeah. This is what he does. He yeah. always chooses. Yeah. And so he's just continuing to do the same throughout all the annals of time. Mm. He's always just choosing. Yeah. Wow. You know, mm. that is good. Awesome. All the time. <laughs> wow. Mm. Man, y'all going so, off, man. Anyways, this is good. You guys are doing great. Praise him. Thank Praise you. Him. Yes, thank Lord. you. You did good on your first time. Awesome Praise job. You. She did all right, Mom. Yeah, she did good. And thank you, Brittany, for just helping yes, us out. Yes, just supporting. Appreciate that. The discipling. Yeah. Discipling. So, anyways. We're getting off? We're getting off. I just wanted to come in and say hello. <laughs> hello. Hallelujah. And uh, enjoy serving. We'll see y'all in Atlanta. We'll see y'all in Dallas. God say the same. Shalom. Praise God. Nice, Thank nice, y'all nice. so much. Thank it's always know. nice to have Fast and First Lady on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do we close? Like, Well, um, I think we, we kind of hit everything. I mean, I don't know if you had anything else that was on your heart. that if I had to keep on talking, we would be, be here. Day. We'd be here until tomorrow. I think we'd be here for yeah, a while. we would be here for a while. But, um, but yeah, you know, it, it was just awesome. It's awesome to hear from everybody, and it's awesome to, to get the that revelation, yeah. you know, that it's not in our own strength. It's not in our own might. Yeah. Um, it's nothing that we could do to earn it, yeah. you know, but we have God's unconditional love just because. Yeah, just, just because. Just That's because. a song right there. Just yeah. because. Yeah, you might have to write that or a poem. Ah, yeah, probably. Or a poem, right? Yep, yep, yep. So just in case y'all haven't, you know, gotten Grace's book. Where can they get your book, Grace? They can get it on extm.org or here at the bookstore in Philly. So, yes. yeah. Get it. The poems are beautiful. They are beautiful. <laughs> praise them, praise and praise them. Yeah, well, that's it. You have anything else? Right. We're going to go ahead and pray. pray it out. All right, Father God, we just thank you, God. We thank you for um, for what you are doing, God. We thank you for uh, doing new things, God. We thank you for placing gifts inside of all of your children, Father God. And we thank you for the opportunity for them to come forth, God. We pray that you would just continue to, to pour into us, Father God, and keep showing us and revealing things to us, Father God, and keep using us, God. Just keep um, doing mighty things in each of us, Father God. We thank you for opening our eyes, God, and showing us that uh, we could never we could never earn anything from you God it's nothing that we can never do in our own strength to get you to love us it's nothing we can never do in our own strength to to get you to provide for us God it's just who you are you just love us just because, God. And we are so humbled and grateful to have that revelation and that understanding on this morning, God. So we give you all of the glory, God. I pray that our worship would be different, God. I pray that our praise and, and our prayers and our fellowship would all be different now with this understanding that we are only what we are simply because you chose us to be that. So we thank you, God. We thank you now for what you are doing. And we pray that you would just continue to move mightily amongst us, Father God. We pray now for our pastor, our first lady, and their family, Father God, that you would continue to protect them and cover them, Father God. Uh, continue to uh, place a hedge of protection around them, Father God, and continue to give them wisdom and discernment and revelation, Father God. We pray for all of our church family, Father, that you would just continue to cover us all, God. And we just thank you now for what you are doing. And we say this all in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great week.